Welcome to Carpool Hot Takes, Episode 3. This is all about A Quiet Place, Part 2. The movie was finally released on May the 28th in the USA. It's now travelled its way to the United Kingdom. And myself and Ben and Claire, we're going to go and watch it. A lot of critics are scoring this, and I mean a lot. They're scoring this at 7 out of 10. So when I was going into this, I was pretty confident I would enjoy it. As usual, there is no spoilers here until after the trailer. Have a good one, and I'll see you on the other side. Welcome to episode three. With us today is Benjamin Bowles, hero and podcast regular, joint, joint uh, fella in hot pool car chops. But right now in the back seat, we've also got my wife, otherwise known as my wife. Say hello, my wife. Made you look like a writer. Oh, she's made. She, she's pulled a fast <laughs> one. Right, okay. So, anyway, we're talking today about A Quiet Place Part 2. Uh, it's been out for a week now, so this isn't such a hot take uh, for people out there, more of a sort of half baked, but we're still doing it. Ben, you really liked A Quiet Place Part 1, the first part, the original, the OG. Before we have any chat at all right now, uh, why did you like it and what are you looking forward to with regards to this one? Why are you so excited about it? Well, I'm really excited, uh, mostly because I reckon this is going to be a film that I see with you that I'm actually going to enjoy, which um, that's, 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 the main, that's the main thing I'm positive about. And I'm, almost cert- and I'm almost certain that I'm going to enjoy this one because um, A Quiet Place Part 1 was... Um, was such a good film and I, and I and I class it as such a good film because it wasn't just a good horror film it was just a good film and you know me Paul I'm not a, uh, a horror connoisseur um, so I so basically a horror needs to be a good film for me to think it's a good film <laughs> um, and, uh, and A Quiet Place Part 1 was incredible I thought the concept was great pulled you in straight away just slightly aware that we're going to have a crash here. I've got a feeling that we're going to have a crash. Just got that. It's got that weird feeling. I've got that weird feeling. And last time I had this weird feeling, I got rear-ended, oh, and my yeah. and my car stereo came flying out. Um, anyway, quiet place, part one. <laughs> there we go. There, that's the guy that was going to crash into us. We're all right. <laughs> we're okay. We survived. We survived. 
Um, yes, yeah, so uh, Quiet Place Part 2, really looking forward to it. Um, I've seen a couple of reviews which are favourable, and I love the fact that, um, well, I don't know if you know this, but I heard an interview with John Krasinski, and he was saying that there was no way he was going to do Part 2. And the producers that wanted to do Part 2 basically said, OK, well, can you help us out and just put a few ideas down? And so that got him thinking, and then by the end of that process, he was he was signed up. So yeah, he wrote and directed part one, and also he's come back to write and direct this one, but he's not producing this one. I think that's right, yeah. yeah. I know, that's why I just looked it up before I come out. Of course you did, because you're a bloody pro. Um, well, this, I've got an interesting question, right? I think it's interesting. Conjuring 3, that we watched last time, right? <laughs> It's, uh, yeah. the money's come in. The I money, bet. the post-COVID money. So, it's, out of all the Conjuring films, of which I think there's eight now, yeah. it's the second worst successful. Mm, um, okay. Uh, after the first week. Now, obviously, we're in the middle of a yeah. pandemic, or coming out of a pandemic. Do you think, now, th th I mean, Quiet Place was also massive. It was big, big bucks. Do you think this one's going to suffer the same problem? Do you think this is a, a sort of problem that all films are going to have over the next few months? Uh, potentially. However, I think um, unlike unlike Tenet, which had the grand title of um, saving cinema, I think this will save cinema over the pandemic. I think people are going to be queuing up round 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 the corners to see this one so i think this is going to do um amazing business because the the i think part one went down so well i think conjuring is um i think if conjuring was really well received i think it would have got people going there but obviously the pandemic certainly didn't help matters but i think this is um hopping back to the quiet place part two i think this is going to be a huge 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 film pandemic or not also with the restrictions potentially lifting um, well we don't know quite yet but potentially lifting um, they'll probably keep it in the cinemas for slightly longer as well which is only going to help well before we go to the trailer and we go and watch a film and then come back and do the spoiler section uh, this was meant to be released 15 months ago yes. so it's been already uh, just sitting on a shelf waiting for us to watch it do you think that do you think that affects anything do you, were you that bothered about that well I think in the grand scheme of things there's probably other things to get a bit annoyed about um, people dying people dying you know global pandemic um, all, all the things that everybody's been going through for the last 15 months so Yes, it was it was a it was a minor inconvenience, I suppose, but um, but I'm pleased that we're uh, on our way to a new cinema today as well. Well, not new to us, but new to the hot takes. Um, we're usually we watch it in Westgate Cinema, but now we're on our way to Westwood Cross. It's a view, which is a shame. Um, we'll come out slightly more soulless. Aye. Come on now, um, but uh, but I'm excited, Paul. That's the main thing. Well, there you have it. There's the uh, on-the-way hot take. Thank you very much, um, Benjamin Bowles, and thank you very much, Claire Waller, for your input there. Unbelievable. Um, enjoy the trailer.
that will happen? A bomb, I think. So we've just got in a car, the film has just finished, A Quiet Place Part 2. Here's the story, here's the lowdown. So I bought tickets right at the back of the cinema and um, I sort of blocked it off so no one could sit near us as well. Uh, so I got Claire a ticket in front. Little did I know when we got into the theatre, it wasn't arranged like it was on my the way I bought tickets. To, to the point where I found out that we were actually... I bought the tickets the complete wrong way. So instead of being at the very back row, we were in the very front row. Um, Claire and Ben were both suffering before the title credits came up of motion sickness. I could see Ben looking around and like going, why the hell is Paul not puking up? Like he looked very panicked and before the even title sequence came up. I look great. <laughs> ben and Claire just ran away to the middle of the cinema. but. Why I'm bringing this up is because I stayed at the front and from the opening scene when John Krasinski is still in it, I felt like I was totally immersed in the film. I could see the grain in, in the actual film stock, if it was at all film stock. I, like, I was thinking to myself, this must be digital, but it just looks so good. It looked like something from the 70s with a real artistic director's flair it looked incredible i was so happy to be where i was absolutely fluky happy circumstance of happenstance but let's talk about this film so i just want to give a, a props from the off uh for millicent simmons uh i think that is her name she was an incredible actor in this. I was completely and utterly floored with her performance. Ben, before we go into what we actually thought of the film, can you describe, like, did you get the same vibes from her as I did? Were you that impressed? I was. I heard John, my mate John, John. Um, talk about um, talk about her, how she was going to basically carry the film. Um, and. Uh, so I was really looking forward to watching the film just for that really but yeah she absolutely nailed it she's um, incredibly understated but impactful at the same time brilliant I loved the film I as well as being totally absorbed into the screen because I was so close I uh, will just talk about the intro from the off Ben if we may so your mate John let's go there yeah Johnny boy he's 
it, it goes way back here. So you get that opening scene, uh, well, the flashback scene from the first one where they're in that car and that moment is expanded on. So you get the actual, uh, I don't know, air quotes, invasion, I guess, um, of, of these monsters, of these aliens, all these creatures that come from the sky. Now, I thought he might be in it a bit longer than that, but it was pretty much a sort of Drew Barrymore scream thing. Like, there's the opening, he's in it, and then he's gone, and the film goes from there. Were you a bit disappointed by that, Ben, or were you like, no, that's good, I've, I've seen my man, and now we can get into the film proper? I've seen Johnny Boy. Um, no, I think that was, I think it was absolutely fine. I mean, I didn't, I didn't think he was going to be in it too much anyway, um, and it just, it, it shows the mark of a man. To, because it would have been easily for the whole, easy for the whole film to be a set of flashbacks and really build on the, the character's backstory and all that kind of jazz, which is, um, I thought that's what it was sort of going to be. So no, I, I was um, again ticking the box, um, the right decision. Uh, just off the bat, Ben, um, in case we run out of time, <laughs> did you like the film? I loved the film. Yeah, there's nothing, there's nothing I didn't like about this film. I thought. Um, so, firstly, the, the, the performances were great. We just mentioned the, um, the leading actor there. Um, she was uh, excellent. Hang on, I don't know which way I'm going. Tricky roundabout. Uh, go straight ahead now. Oh. That's all right, we'll go round again. Yeah, well, this one. It's a lovely so, roundabout. Yes. Uh, performance, yeah, that's what I'll do. I'll tell you what, Paul, I'll go down Cliff's End. <laughs> Love Cliff's End. Love Let's a, go there. Love a bit of Cliff's End action. Um, yeah, performance is incredible. The cinematography and direction, brilliant. So many panning shots. That was obvious an artistic decision from the very first two minutes. There was this really long panning shot, which I absolutely loved. Perfect if you're front row as well. Um, <laughs> so absolutely loved the cinematography, loved the direction. And I'm gonna go out on a limb here, Paul, and say that is my favorite ever film for sound design just just unbelievable sound design from the score to the, the effects uh, to the tension even the lack of sometimes lack of sound design um, or when there was just silence um, yeah yeah so in in a word yes I did enjoy it yeah you uh, well I tell you what view has its detractors yes. but there is no denying the sound system in that room was next level I could hear the heartbeats and the, as you say, the sound design was so clever. There was a little fuzz on the, the heartbeats in particular. So when you heard, uh, we almost got killed then, sorry. Uh, when, when you heard a heartbeat and it was really faint and it was really in the background, so you would imagine that's what she could hear being deaf of, of her heart. So you could just feel it. There was that little fizz afterwards. It was so delicate and so well done. I mean, I've got to admit, I think that's my favourite film of the year so far. I I was totally floored with it. Um, yeah, I saw In the Earth recently, and I loved that, but I need to give that another watch, whereas this one, I know it's like bloody great film. Uh, just quickly, Claire, did you rate it? Yeah, it's good. Bloody hell, there we go. Yeah, it's good, that'll do it. Um, <laughs> I want to talk about a, a thing that I noticed with this film, and it worked really well and other films have tried it and failed but they did the return of the jedi three stages of peril scenario so you got three different events going on and there's peril in each event 
So it's building up the tension and whenever there's relief, like the other one is in more peril. Well, whereas with this film, they just built it up. There was no relief. They all had the relief at the same time. I mean, we're in spoilers, uh, so it's okay to give it away. But that three act of, uh, well, that, I think it, the final sort of, the, the beginning of the final act, yeah. where they had that three stages of peril, Ben, that was so expertly done. Um, what, what did you make of that? Who were you rooting for? Did you think anyone was going to die? I mean, what was going through your head when this was happening? So the, the, the very final spot, yeah, I thought Murphy was going to go, just because no one's safe, are they, in this? And, and if uh, if Johnny Boy can go in the first, in part one, yep. or Killian can go in part two. Yep. So I thought he was a goner. I'm glad he wasn't. I'm glad he, uh, I'm glad he stuck around. Um, absolutely, there's going to be a part three, let's face it. And, <laughs> Jesus. Um, and, yeah, I don't know how I feel about that because I'm just don't I don't know how. Well, firstly, I thought how are they gonna make part two as good as part one, and they've done that. Um, this is gonna this is gonna shit money this film, so they're gonna have a part three, whatever happens. Whether Johnny Boy's involved again, because he was absolutely adamant uh, that he didn't even want to be involved in this one. But yeah, um, what was the question? Did I think anybody? Yeah, so yeah. I thought I thought Murphy was gonna go. Glad he didn't. Um, I know we're, we're coming to the end now, Paul, um, but I, I just want to get your thoughts, actually, on the creatures. With the first one, with the first film, they did the Jaws thing where they didn't reveal everything until just a couple of moments towards the end, uh, when you got like the full specs of like that creature. You got the glimpses, you got the flashes, and of course, if you got a pause button, you can have a look at them early on. <laughs> but this one, we already know what we're dealing with. So I, I thought they were frightening. I was expecting at the beginning for for one of the creatures when uh, Johnny Boy, let's call him that because none of us can pronounce his surname. Claircat. Yeah, Claircat. Uh, I just thought, oh God, oh God, they're gonna jump on them. And instead it was just someone moving them out of the way. And it made me jump out my skin. But I, w I was aware that there they are. I can see them running about destroying these people I, I just think they look freaky weird I think the face really works when it gets um, in those digital close ups of the face um, it doesn't put me off and it normally does if it's not practical uh, and you can see it's digital and I don't know how well that will age uh, because these things tend to age really quickly but for, for now for right now like what a scary creature design they are unstoppable. And when they arrived at that island, when <laughs> there was noise, I was like freaking out, like, shut up! But but no, um, yeah, I, I loved it, Ben. I think they are expertly designed. Um, yeah, freak me out. I'm not put off in any way, and I usually am by a creature design. I can't disagree. I think so far that's my film of the year. It, it does, it really helped the fact that um, we've seen it on a massive screen with unbelievable sound design because it's absolutely a film that is a, a cinema experience film so I think that really helps so I think that's the, the, the sort of cherry on the top the cinema experience however even if you're watching this at home um, it's still an impeccably made film so yeah film of the year so far yeah I wonder what it'll be like in uh, a few weeks when the dust has settled but right now off the, the high of getting out of the cinema. We've just pulled up at my house. Uh, I'm really sorry, guys, about booking the very front of the cinema. Uh, but saying that, 
right, that was a winner. Uh, thanks for listening and speak to you soon. Do not forget that you can subscribe to this podcast. That will ensure that you receive each episode as it appears into your podcasting inbox. Personally, you can contact me on Twitter and Instagram under the name Walla Not Weller. Coming up next week, we're finally going to release that Michael Jackson thriller episode. And that's your lot. I hope you had a good carpool hot take episode three. I have no idea what the next film will be that I go and see with my good friend Ben. But until then, stay safe out there. Mm-hmm.